Hello, everybody. It is Friday, May 3rd, 2019. Thanks for coming in. It is another Friday episode of King Sports with me, Andrew K. Thanks for joining me. If you're listening to this, it's probably the weekend. Uh, normally, like I've said in the past, I do shows on uh, like Tuesdays, but this week it was another weird week. I just didn't do an episode on Tuesday. I was out at an event. Um, I just had to do laundry and just didn't get it taken care of. Um, I did have a lot to talk about, but I'm also at a point where I am headed to Minneapolis, Minnesota tomorrow to watch my beloved Seattle Sounders uh, play play Minnesota United at Allianz Field in Minneapolis. So Shannon and I will be heading... Up to that, I have talked about it, teased it, teased it a little bit on the show, um, but we're headed there tomorrow morning. Uh, game will be about seven. We'll I'll talk a little bit about that on Tuesday, um, Tuesday's episode. So we're gonna jump into some stuff, get a little talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs at this point. Um, right now, you know we've got a few series going on some teams have moved on um, the Blazers have moved on they are now playing the Nuggets which at times is conflicting for me because as if you've listened to this show I root for both the Nuggets and the Blazers so whichever team wins I'm going to be happy about but it's been uh, good so far we'll talk about the series there but right now you have Golden, the number one seed Golden State leading the Houston Rockets 2-0 in the series um, the Warriors won the first game by 4 104 to 100, and then the Warriors won the next game 115 to 109, so fairly close games, um, but the Rockets can't quite get it done there, so they're down 2-0, um, the Nuggets and Blazers are now tied at 1-1, Nuggets winning the first game in Portland, 121 to 113, and then the Trailblazers beat the Nuggets by 7, 97 to 90 on Wednesday, uh, tonight's game will be on at 8.30, um, which means it's probably on now, um, I think. Yeah, it's probably on now. Um, it is on, right? Well, no, it's on. I mean, it should be on now, because uh, it says it's on at 9.30 Central. That's my time here. Um, but so that's tied 1-1, so we'll have a, someone will have a 2-1, lead, 2-1 series lead after this. Um, the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee... Bucks are currently tied 1-1, and at this moment right now, there's a minute 36 left in the fourth, with Milwaukee leading by 10-118-108. So with that current result, if it holds, the Bucks will have a 2-1 series lead going into Monday, um, and Milwaukee will go to Boston, or they're in Boston right now, so Milwaukee will play Boston again in Boston. Um, 76ers lead the... Toronto Rappers, Rappers, Raptors, uh, two to one series lead there. Um, they won yesterday. 176ers won yesterday. 116 to 105. Um, Raptors won the first game, and then the 76ers took the second game. So that could be an interesting series in the East. So that looks like everything that we've got so far. So we'll see what the matchups will be on that end. But that's kind of the NBA for right now. Uh, quick quick recap, so we'll see who gets into the Western Conference Finals. We'll see who gets into the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, it kind of depends, you know, that one game, the Nuggets and Blazers. Whoever gets in, I'm going to be happy with because they're both teams that I enjoy watching and I both like. But one of them's going to probably have to play Golden State. 
I'm just going to say that. I think Golden State finishes off this series tomorrow and Monday, so that's just my opinion, though. Like I said on this show, it's always my opinions. Uh, so that's that's basically basketball talk for right now. Um, we will flip on over to NHL. We are currently into playoff time here in um, NHL hockey. The Hurricanes have... Oh, the Hurricanes won today, and now the Hurricanes are on to the Eastern. It looks like the Eastern Conference Finals. They swept the New York Islanders, who also swept in the series before that. Um, so they won 2-5 to five today, and then the Dallas Stars are up 1-0. Um, let us, let's take a look at the rest of the... I want to see the playoffs. Why don't they let me look at the playoffs in here? There it is, playoffs. <laughs> I could have just looked there before. Um, so you've got the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Boston Bruins. Those series, it looks like, is tied. The Bruins won the first game in OT. The Blue Jackets won the second game in OT. Blue Jackets won the third game. And then the Bruins won yesterday 4-1. to So that series is tied at 2-2. Um, the Hurricanes swept the Islanders. Um, that happened today. Um, the St. Louis Blues and the Dallas Stars, uh, the Blues won the first game 3-2, to two. Stars won 4-2, to two. the Blues won 4-3 to three the next game, and then the Stars won the, the, uh, second game, so it looks like that series is also tied 2-2, Avalanche and the Sharks, this is my team, the Avs, they're playing the Sharks, um, they lost the, so this series is also tied 2-2. They won yesterday 3-0. They had, they are at San, San Jose the next game, and then if they get to game six, which at this point I think they will, um, that'll be in Colorado on Monday, so we'll keep an eye on that series over the weekend. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of, a lot of hockey still left to go here. We're getting down to it. We'll have a Stanley Cup final soon before we know it, and then, Hockey season will be over, and then it'll just be strictly baseball till the NFL starts. So, um, I said this episode would be a little shorter this week. Um, I didn't have a whole lot to bring about. The biggest thing I was going to talk about is the MLB, or MLB, NFL draft. We kind of recapped the first round with Lucas last week, um, on last Friday's episode. And definitely Lucas is going to be coming back for an episode I enjoyed having him as a guest on the show, and he brought a lot of insight um, to some things, and and it made it fun to have somebody else to talk kind of sports with on that. So we'll keep an eye out for the future for Lucas to come on. Um, I really enjoyed that. So, um, But we're going to talk a little bit more about second through seventh round of the NFL draft for the Seahawks and how I think that they did, um, but that's kind of going to kind of wrap our show up for the day. Uh, or for the evening, but we'll get there. So we're going to move on from that. Let's look at baseball. The Mariners lost today 2-1. to one. Uh, They just ended up losing to uh, to uh, the, the Cleveland Indians, and at least it was 2-1. to one. So th- at this point, the Mariners are now in second place in the AL West, right behind the Houston Astros, but the Texas Rangers are two and a half games back. The Oakland Athletics are four and a half, and the Angels are three games back in the West. Uh, AOS. So, looks like the hot team in baseball right now is the Tampa Bay Devil Ra- or Tampa Bay Rays. There are 21 and 11. I think they have the most wins in the major leagues right now. So, hopefully the Mariners can keep it up. 
um, and keep the momentum going and hopefully compete in the AL West a little bit and get some more wins. It's It's been kind of a rough couple of weeks. Um, I think the, the bullpen is struggling, and that is the issue. And I knew that would be an issue when we came into this season. Is It always seems to be a bullpen issue when we get into the baseball season for the Mariners. So uh, pitching, you know, starting pitching doesn't seem to be a major issue, but, you know, it's pitching always can be the problem when it comes to baseball um, and that, that kind of stuff. So uh, hopefully the Mariners can turn it around. They're not doing too bad. I'm glad they're in second place and not last place um, because, unfortunately, the A's are on a six-game losing streak. So that's right now currently the worst losing streak in baseball. Um, and I think the Angels have the best win streak right now with at four games. Well, nope, I lied. The Cubs are on a five-game win streak. Two of those wins coming in Seattle. Uh, they won 6-5, to five, and then they blew the Mariners up 11-0. to zero. So, like I said, baseball is very, um, very interesting sport. And where you can be hot for a while, and then you're not, so... But we'll, we'll keep an eye on the Mariners and how the pitching staff and everything's doing. But kind of just, I'm kind of focused on getting good content and stuff. As you can tell, I, I'm not spending a whole lot of time on stuff today. Like I said, this is going to be a short episode. Um, but spending a little bit of time trying to focus on what I'm going to bring to Tuesday's show when we get back from Minneapolis on Sunday. Write some stuff down, get ready to give you guys a show. Uh, that day, so, but we're, we're still, I still wanted to give content, I, I still believe in giving content every week, and that's my plan, so we're going to move on to Major League Soccer, we're going to look at the, uh, we'll look at current scores, I know there was a couple matches going on, and then we'll take a look at the table um, after that, so tonight's game so far is we have a 2-2 draw in the 77th minute between the Colorado Rapids and the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, former <clears throat> sounder Freddie Montero scored in the 16th minute, so good for him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I get to talking and I forgot to grab water today. And then tomorrow's game's on Saturday. I know we have quite a few. Uh, you got New York Red Bulls hosting the LA Galaxy, Houston Dynamo hosting FC Dallas, Orlando City. Hosting the Toronto, hosting Toronto FC, uh, Montreal Impact hosting New York City FC, um, Philadelphia Union hosting the New England Revolution, DC United play Columbus Crew, Real Salt Lake play the Portland Timbers, who finally have wins on the board. Whoop de doo, nobody cares. Um, San Jose Earthquake, Earthquakes will play the uh, play Cincinnati. And LAFC will play Chicago Fire. So hopefully what I would like to see is LAFC lose and Portland lose. That's who I'd like to see lose next week or this weekend. And then, of course, Seattle plays um, Minnesota United in Minneapolis. I will be there. Shannon will be there. We're going to have a grand old time. It's going to be a big old party. I get to hang out with... We get, I mean, we sh- we get to hang out with 135 other Sounders fans that are going to be there for the game. We're going to be singing and yelling and chanting, and it's going to be really, really cool. I've sat with the Emerald City supporters before. Um, when I first started going to the Sounders games back in 2009, I was able to get tickets a few times, and they are a good time. Um, so I decided this year I'd join the 
Emerald City supporters, and I am a member of the Heartland Horde, which is um, a subgroup of the Emerald City supporters that hangs out in the Midwest. So it's most Midwest Sounders supporters uh, that live out here that support them. So we're all going to travel up that way, all of us that root for the Sounders, and those that are wanted to fly in are going to fly in. So it's going to be an interesting time. Um, and I'll, like I said, I'll have a full report on that next week. So um, to take a look at the table, kind of see where everybody sits. Uh, first season team for FC Cincinnati is second to last with eight points in the Eastern Conference. Um, Philadelphia Union leads. Um, defending MLS champions at Atlanta United um, are third from the bottom. They also have eight points. They're not doing great, but that's okay. Um, they have time to come back, and hopefully they do, because it would be good for their fans um, and for, I mean, soccer and in general. People like Atlanta United. I think they, I, I didn't really like them at the beginning, but what they've done for MLS is is phenomenal to be able to draw seventy some thousand people to a game. Um, that I think that is impressive. So, um, LAFC still leads. <clears throat> they beat the Sounders on Easter, and then. The week, uh, the 28th, so just last Sunday, they drew um, with the Sounders. So they currently sit with 23 points in the West. LA Galaxy in second with 22. Sounders in third with 18. And at the very bottom are the Colorado Rapids. They have no wins this season and two draws, seven losses. And the Portland Timbers, like I said, finally got two wins. Two wins, one draw, and five losses on the season. So... We'll see how things move around. It's still very early in the season. Um, we still got lots of games to go, so we'll see how everything turns around there. Um, <clears throat> okay. To kind of get on to the end of... Kind of the ending part of the show. Like I said, short show this week. Um, more content coming, of course. Um, we already talked about the first round of the draft. Um, I'm trying to see if there was, you know, anything I missed that Lucas and I may have missed, but it doesn't look like that. So, we're going to go into the second round of the draft here and uh, look at what the Seattle Seahawks did. Because, as many of you know, I am a big Seahawks fan. Um, of course, in the first round, we took LJ Collier. Uh, after thinking about it for a little bit, I think that that was a great move by the Seahawks to go get an edge rusher because of the fact that we don't have Frank Clark anymore after he was traded to the Chiefs right before the draft. Um, so that brings in kind of a, a solid edge rusher we bring in uh, in the second round. So we had two picks in the second round, one in the third, three in the fourth, one in the fifth, two in the sixth, and then one in the seventh. It looks like we traded a few, we traded a few times in the draft. We went from having, I think, four picks to, like, nine picks, which was great. Um, <clears throat> so we got Marquise Blair with the f um, in the second round with, like, the 15th pick. We got... Uh, he's a safety out of Utah. He looks very, very good. Um, he was ranked 10th in, his in the position of safety, so that's a pretty good spot, I think, to pick him up. Um, we then went out and traded up, <clears throat> I believe... I believe we traded up. Yeah. Um, we traded up with New England to get the number four position ranked receiver. He was the 40th overall pick, uh, overall rank in the entire draft. That's DK Metcalf, a 6'3", 228-pound receiver 
from Ole Miss. He's got, uh, I think he's he's solid. He's going to come in and kind of help add some height to that receiving core because Doug Baldwin, he's tall. He's not super tall. And Tyler Lockett, of course, is not super tall. He's fairly short. Um, I mean, I don't think he's like super, super short, but Metcalf adds some depth. He can catch the ball very well. He's very, very fast. Um, he's got long arms and big hands, so that's good. Things you need, Russell's going to hopefully toss some passes this year to DK Metcalf. I would love to see that. Uh, third round, we went and picked up an outside linebacker, from U- another player from Utah. Uh, that's Cody Barton. He was the number seven uh, outside linebacker in the draft, uh, ranked in the draft. Um, so we picked him up in the third round. With In the fourth round, we went out and picked up another wide receiver, uh, Gary Jennings Jr. He's a very good... Everything I've seen, people really like him. Um, his hand, they, the experts say that he has, his hands can be a little inconsistent. But I think with the right coaching, put him in the right system, which I think he'll fit with Seattle, gives some more weapons to Russell. Because um, over the years we've lost like Jermaine Curse and Paul Richardson. Um, so it's, it's good to give Russell some more weapons to work with. We moved on to the uh, the other the second pick we made in the third fourth round, and we went and picked up finally an offensive lineman. It took us four rounds, but we finally got an offensive lineman, and that's Phil Haynes, 6'4", 322 pounds from Wake Forest. Um, he looks very very good. Everything I've seen, um, that's an excellent excellent thing to have. We need some more offensive linemen to be able to kind of come in and fit. Hopefully, he'll take some spots of some guys who aren't very good. So we'll see what happens there. Um, and then we went out, and in the our final pick in the fourth round, we got Ugo, I think it's Ugo, or Ugo, uh, I can't say his whole name, Ugo Chukua, Ugo Chukua Amadi from Oregon, he's another safety, so that gives us a little more depth at safety, uh, I apologize if I screwed up his name, I know he just goes by Ugo or Ugo. Uh, fifth round, we had the fourth pick in the fifth round, so we picked Ben Burr Curvin from Watt, the University of Washington. He's an inside linebacker. Uh, he should be a pretty good player. We went and got a running back in the sixth round from Miami, Travis Homer. Picked up a guy with the best last name in the, as it, with our second pick that we had in the sixth round, and that is Demarcus Christmas. I now want a Seahawks jersey that says Christmas on it. Um, he's a defensive tackle out of Florida State. I may just buy a jersey that says Christmas on it because that's great. And then, of course, in the seventh round, we must have traded because we picked up a, another wide receiver, and that's John Usura. Um, he's from the University of Hawaii. So, um, And then I know we signed some free agents. I'd have to go back in and look and kind of see. I think I got a message in here. We picked up a few... Um, we picked up a few... Where did that go? Um, well, I had a list um, of free agent signings. I kind of want to see... See... I'm, I'm looking this up as we talk. So... Yeah, see, I know we picked up, I believe, one player from the um, Seattle, or the Washington State Cougars. I know he signed. I can't remember his name, but we're going to find it out here. We're going straight to the source, and that is Seahawks.com. 
They so they signed um, twelve undrafted free agents. They got Taron Christensen, South Dakota State. He's six one two hundred twenty eight. Derek Thomas from Baylor. Uh, he's six three hundred ninety two pounds. He could be very good um, as a cornerback because they didn't draft one. They didn't need one. We got wide receiver Terry Wright from Purdue. Uh, Devontae Davis, cornerback from Texas. He's six two two hundred three. He looks like he could be a, a very good um, pickup, and he might spend time on the practice squad, but probably need some depth at cornerback. Uh, running back Adam Choice from Clemson. South, uh, strong safety Jalen Harvey from Arizona State. Defensive tackle JT T. Louie from Eastern Washington. Um, he's 6'3", 340 pounds. That could be good. Demarius Knox, a guard who's 6'4", 314 pounds. Byron Moan, Michigan. 6'3", 366-pound defensive tackle. Miquan Dine, Western Kentucky, 6'3", 237 pounds. Uh, Tight end Justin Johnson. Wide receiver Jazz Ferguson. I thought there was one more. Um, I could be wrong on that. Why didn't that... um, That didn't bring up what I thought it was going to be. Um... I know, I thought they picked up a couple of guys from the, um, let's look here. We're going to look at this and see what we've got. They had some other ones, but I don't know what happened to them. Um, I'm pretty sure that there was a Washington State player who signed with them, um, but it looks like they took it off of here. I don't know that that happen but um yeah I was pretty sure I could be wrong I feel weird I feel dumb now um I don't care about Tennessee why are we not I just want to look at teams man they make it so hard to find um everybody on here no thanks I don't want that um okay that doesn't help me at all so, um, basically, lots of Washington State guys got signed. Let's see, WSU. I'm going to take a look at these. Hopefully they let me read it. Uh, James Williams ended up going to the running back. He ended up going to... The Chiefs. Um, who else? Oh. I gotta find it now. Because it's gonna drive me nuts if I don't find it. Um, this is kind of, like I said, this is gonna take a while. Um, I know that the... Jacksonville Jaguars did draft Gardner Minshew, so good for them. Um... Yeah, he went in the seventh round. Miles Gaskins from Washington went to Miami Dolphins. Undrafted free agents. Let's look at all that. Washington State. James Williams goes to Kansas City. Um, there was a couple others, and I don't know why they've disappeared. I can't find them. I know I saw them on the Twitter page of certain things. And so once I figure that out, and once I find out more, we're going to... We'll talk about it on another show, but at this point, I cannot find anything. I feel terrible because there was quite a few 
Um, I know quite a few WSU players that were signed to um, free free agent deals. Um, I'm gonna see if it's on Instagram real fast. That's not right. Let's see. Um, nope, that's not what I want. Oh yeah, so you got um, DB Sean Harper signed with the Texans. Darius Darian Moulton signed with the Titans. Uh, Kyle Sweet went to the Rams. That's good for him. Peyton Pelour, which he was a sixth-year player this year. Peyton Pelour, he was a linebacker, signed with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Logan Tago, that's who it was, defensive lineman, is with um, the Seahawks. And James Williams, of course, goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think that's an ideal situation for him because they don't have Kareem Hunt. He's a pretty good running back. I think he'll fit into that system. Alright, so with that being said, that's going to kind of wrap up this episode for this week. About 25 minute show. Uh, it'll go on probably a little bit longer next week as I give you more details. Um, I did not quite make it to the Cedar Rapids Inferno first game on Saturday. It was cold and rainy. Um, so hopefully in a couple weeks when they have another home game, I will give you an update. I know they I know they drew their game 2-2 against Union Dubuque and they're playing DeKalb County which is in Illinois um this week so we will have kind of an update on that um but with that said that's going to round out this episode uh please 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 definitely check out uh, timespentpoorly.fun that's the network in which this show has a platform to be able to go out on. Um, find us on, find all the shows there. If you like the shows there, you can listen to them on the player there. Or you can listen to them on iTunes. We prefer, we like iTunes. Um, or Apple Podcasts or whatever they call it now. Um, you know, rate it, give it a comment, let us know what you think. Um... Listen to any of the shows. The Basement Boys 2 is no longer The Basement Boys 2. It is now The Time Spent Poorly Show. Um, They're still doing shows on Thursday. They just put out a recent show um, not too long ago. I believe yesterday or the day before they recorded a show. So check those out. There's a few more shows on there as well. Um, But I will be back Tuesday with an update from Minnesota. Hopefully... Uh, the Sounders and myself and Shannon will come home with three points on the board for our uh, season and push us up that the standings a little bit. So with that being said, thank you very, very much for listening this week. Sorry for the sporadic show, sporadic talking. It's been a lot. I still have to pack, get us ready to leave tomorrow about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. So um, I will see you all on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend. Watch some sports, and if you do watch the Sounders game on ESPN+, Plus, look for my beautiful face if you know what I look like. If not, just assume that I'm in the group of green people, people wearing green and white and screaming our heads off if they show us on TV. So <laughs> with that being said, watch some playoff hockey, watch some playoff basketball. There's a lot to do. Um, or read up about your favorite team and whatnot. You can follow the show at King Sports. TSPN on Twitter. Still no Facebook. Still thinking about it. I'm. I just Facebook's kind of a weird thing. So, uh, but also check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Stitcher, uh, and of course Apple Podcasts. And I will see you all on Tuesday. 
Have a fantastic weekend.